0: Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Glow Getters podcast. It's me, Kayla, your host. Welcome. It's May 2022. I'm very happy you're here. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about six reflection or one-on-one questions you can ask yourself or your direct report. But before we dive in, I want to let you know something exciting and new. So right now, if you follow me on social media, you know that my business page has been at Kayla Fahey Arndt. It's just my business and my personal page. And the reason for that is because I sort of saw my brand as myself. And that's a lot of what you know, you're know taught in marketing is make your brand yourself because then if you pivot, then you're still yourself and people will follow you for you. And at the same time, I'm feeling like I really want to have my brand be really consistent. So my website, I recently changed it in the last year to kfaconsulting.org. And in the beginning of this year, or I guess in December 2021, I actually filed for my LLC. So it's actually KFA Consulting LLC. So just to keep things consistent, I feel like, okay, maybe I should create my Instagram handle at KFA Consulting and honestly, a lot of people follow followed me just personally before I started talking about leadership on that page. So I'm just feeling like, okay, I want people to be able to follow me personally if they want to see about like my kids and you know my random weekend. But I want them to be able to follow my at KFA consulting, which is my new Instagram handle, if they want to hear about leadership and career acceleration and um, you know, all of the tips and tricks that I have and strategies that I have around leadership and um, really honing in on what success looks like for you in your career. So I'm excited about that. My personal page is gonna become private, again, because I share my kids and things like that. I'm just like, "Eh, I'm in a new phase now. I really am excited to rebrand my Instagram handle underneath my consulting brand. So it's at KFA Consulting. So go ahead and follow me on Instagram there. It's my brand new page. And um, you can also find me on LinkedIn under my name, but my business page is there as well, and that's KFA Consulting. So I'm I'm feeling like, okay, I'm stepping out into this new phase of my business where I've got an official consulting LLC and I'm heading towards the path of branding underneath of it. And that kind of leads me to my next thing is this podcast is called Glow Getters Podcast and it used to be called coffee with kayla when it was first created in 2018 but i think it was in 2020 2019 actually end of 2019 i renamed it glow Getters podcast and i love that name it's full of vibrancy it talks about it, it makes me feel like i'm excited it's a glow up of our leadership and at the same time it's not really searchable you just have to know it and hope that that name stands out so I would love to reach more people when it comes to leadership. so I'm thinking of renaming the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. So if you have any ideas for me, please send me an email. You can reach me at Kayla at kfaconsulting.org. Um, I'm thinking about different names. I'm searching different names. Ooh, it's hard. It's really hard, but something with leadership in the title so that it's more searchable. All right. Now let's get on to the topic for today, so six reflection questions for yourself or questions you can use in one-on-ones with others. So the reason that I'm bringing this topic up is because I've been reflecting on how I do one-on-ones with my direct reports. So I have shared about one-on-one meetings before and how, how important they are and the structure that I use. So if you're looking for that information, I think it's still relevant and I will link it in the show notes, but it's one of the first YouTube videos I made back in 2020. So yeah, you can see my um, editing style back then. (laughs) I learned how to do the jump cut. It's a little overdone, but it's really good info. And the structure was a little bit loose to allow for some flexibility and also for some autonomy and some accountability for the direct report. So the way that I had structured it is the first third of the meeting is for them, the report. I tell them it's their meeting so they get to talk first and share with me anything that's on their mind. And I always start with what's on your mind. And the idea behind that is I want them to feel comfortable telling me things about work but also about home or whatever's going on because honestly, I don't think that you can really split yourself in half and say, okay, I'm this person at work and I'm this person at home and like the two never overlap. Uh That just wouldn't be genuine, and that I just don't think that's how humans are. We bring our full selves, or we're trying to bring our full selves, right? So, in the name of vulnerability and showing up fully, I ask, What's on your mind? And of course, they bring things to escalate to me. We have systems and structures in place so that they know what they need to escalate to me. For example, there's dashboards my direct reports share with me about their projects, they share with me their leader standard work. So, they're Uh, many things that they can share with me to help them structure what they want to say. Then the next third is for me to ask any questions that maybe they haven't already covered, maybe need some updates that haven't been mentioned, but oftentimes they hit on all the points in the top of the meeting. And then the last third is for growth and development. So in reality, the meetings, just we could talk forever. And so oftentimes growth and development is something that we have to talk about separately or maybe on a quarterly basis when we look at goals. So I would say sometimes it's 50-50 them, 50-50 me. Most times it's like 80 them, 20 me, just because they have a lot to say. And that's totally fine. But here's the thing, I found that just with the way that we're operating right now you know, from 2020 to current, people's minds are really full and we have a lot going on. And we, I'm finding people are needing more structure. And if you're needing more structure to help you stay accountable, to help you focus, help you manage your time and manage yourself, that's something that you can take a hold of right now. Today, you can say, I need more structure, and you can define what that looks like for you. For me, I've been trying to define that for myself, but also help my, my people and say, okay, I'm noticing some folks need more structure. What could I do about it? How could I help and be part of the solution? So just a, a quick tangent, but related. <laughs> I went to see our employee assistance program last week. So EAP, I, have, I think I've touched on this when I've talked about burnout a little bit, but I'll definitely share more about it coming up. Our uh, organization offers essentially free counseling to um, people that work there and then their family members. So I had never actually gone myself before. And I thought, you know what? You know, times have been tough, um, mentally exhausting. Why wouldn't I go talk to a person who's totally qualified to help me? So I went and talked to them and they gave me some good questions that they would want me to ask in a one-on-one or reflect on myself. And I was like, oh my goodness, some of these questions I used to ask and I have gotten away from just because of life. And you know, we all drift a little bit when it comes to the work we're doing. And some of the, and it just sort of reaffirmed, our conversation reaffirmed that more structure is sometimes good. So I was like, okay, I'm going to share this because, you know, a professional, an outside person, a person who doesn't know exactly my situation, kind of reflected back to me, like, you're doing the right things. Keep going. And I'm like, okay, good. (laughs) So I would encourage you, if you're feeling burnt out or struggling or anything like that, don't be afraid to reach out to your employee assistance program to get some help from these professionals. Um, if you're going through you know, any struggles, please reach out to professional. I'm not one, so don't take this advice as that I am one, but I just want to share with you what I learned and also let you know it's okay to just have a conversation with another human who can help ask you questions back and help you get some perspective. So let's dive into the questions. The first question is, What's been going well? And I love this question because it focuses on the good and it sort of toggles you up. If you've heard me talk about Cy Wakeman before or any other thought leaders who talk about having gratitude or reflecting on the positive uh, first, uh, you know that I love these types of questions. And one of the reasons why I think it's so good as the first question in a one-on-one or when you're reflecting is because we spend so much time focusing on the negative. And there's statistics out there that show like you can have so many positive interactions or feedback, and you have one piece of negative feedback, and all you remember is that negative feedback, right? So we have to intentionally force ourselves to focus on the good. So that question, what's been going well, is a toggle up question to help you find gratitude and intentionally remember like, hey, you know what? During these one-on-ones or when I reflect on how I could be better, we often focus on the things that need escalation or the things I need help with or the things that aren't going so well. But you know what? Let's start out with something that is going well. Sort of prime the conversation with myself or with others so that we both feel or that I feel excited to open up about the things that aren't going well and I'm in a more reflective state so I can see possible opportunities to help myself rather than be spiraling down and discouraged when I talk about the negative. So that first question at the top of your one-on-one or when you start your reflection is, what's been going well? And you'll probably start to notice if you practice over time, a lot is going really well. And again, we have to intentionally remember it because we just go to the negative. Then after you ask that question, the next question can be, what's not been going so well? And then you can talk through those things. But again, you'll be in a more reflective state. So that's the second question. What's not been going so well? Or maybe as well as you hoped. Um, We're really tough on ourselves. I find that a lot of folks will say, this didn't go so well. And then they'll sort of tell me about it. And I reflect back to them, you know, actually most of that was really good. There was just a piece maybe that didn't go as well as you'd hoped or as expected but it was still really good. So I think that is also something that can help us be primed to notice. Well, you know, a lot of pieces of it did go well. It's just parts that aren't going as well as we'd hoped. The third question you can ask the person or yourself is, what can you do about it? And this is definitely a question like I was alluding to earlier that I have sort of got away from asking. I used to ask, what can you do about it all the time? Basically, I would never answer <laughs> the questions that my direct reports had. I would just reflect it back to them. Well, what could you do about it? And then I would ask like, what else? What else? And I think as we're working with folks who, you know, we're all overwhelmed, not in this, I don't want to push my views on you, but I know a lot of us who are listening, especially in healthcare might feel a little bit overwhelmed or struggling in different moments. And then you start to feel a little bit bad about that and don't wanna put pressure on other folks. But I think remembering that having this sort of structure and having a way to create accountability for the people we're working with in a gentle way is actually more kind than not asking them these reflective questions. So instead of saying, well, here's what I think you could do about it, or "You know, here's what I'm gonna do for you, instead ask, what could you do about it? And if you hear the inflection in my voice, you'll hear that I'm asking in, in a very like non, um, you know, it's a very disarming way to ask the question, right? What are you gonna do about it? Is <laughs> a lot different than, well, what could you do about it? You know, the, the possibility or the opportunities of what might be possible for you to do about it to create some control. And I think when we're feeling burnt out or tired or frustrated, It's often because there are a lot of pieces we can't control and only some things are in control for us. And that really stinks (laughs) because we want to have the full grip. But if you're tight, tightly gripping something, you know, so much so that you can't see any other way, that's not healthy either. So expand, think bigger. What could or might you possibly do about it? The fourth question is, what's one thing to change or work on this week? So it's similar to what can you do about it? But instead, you know, when when you ask the question, what can you do about it? The person or yourself, you might list tons of different things, especially if you sit there and think about it long enough. So the question, what's one thing to change or work on this week really narrows it down when something's not going so well, all of a sudden, sometimes you'll just want to dive in and do all these things to fix it, like acrobatics, (laughs) you know, like you just want to overcompensate and just get in there and fix it. But maybe it's time to take a focused approach. So what's one thing to change or work on this week? And if you list a bunch of things, maybe think of the one thing that's going to move the mark the most for you, that's the easiest to do this week. And that would be the one that I would work on to prioritize for myself or sort of, you know, guide my direct report to say, well, this thing seems like you could feasibly get it done in a week and it's something you can can control and it's one thing and it's going to move the mark for you. So what about, what about trying this one and sort of make a partnership agreement with them that, yeah, that's the, that's the one. And then next week we can try something else if we need to. The fifth question is, what is it that you are afraid of? Ooh, (laughs) talk about getting vulnerable and potentially a gut punch. So this is something that the counselor at EAP was talking to me about. She said, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of times we don't want to get things done or we um, can't see another way because we have the blinders on because of fear, right? We talk about this all the time on this podcast that, sometimes you want to take a leap but it's the fear of failure or it's the fear of judgment that can hold you back, right? And so this question is something that you want to ask yourself for sure when you're reflecting and I think it's a question that you build up a really strong open relationship with your direct reports before you ask it. Um, you don't want to ask like why are you so afraid <laughs> if you don't have good rapport and you don't have trust? So I think this is a question that. If you see somebody holding back, you could ask it very gently, like I see that you might be hesitating. What is it that you're afraid of? Or maybe the question is more like um what's holding you back? What's making you pause about the next step? And just see where that conversation goes. If you have a tr- if you have trust and a safe space, you'll have psychological safety with that person and they'll feel like they can answer that question. And maybe a good test is if that person asked you that question, would you be comfortable answering? If the answer is yes, I think it's okay to ask that question or some form of that question. If it's no, then I think you still need to work on trust and maybe that's a signal that you need to be more vulnerable and open with your direct report so that you feel like they can have that space to answer that question. So again, what is it that you're afraid of? But maybe it's something more like, What's making you pause or what's holding you back? The last question is actually two questions, sort of similar it, similar meanings. So it's, what do you need from me and how can I help? So this question is mostly for if you're having a one-on-one with someone else, although I'm sure you could ask yourself, Kayla, what do you need from me? <laughs> how could I help? Um, that, that would work as well. But especially if you're asking somebody else that you're working with, I think the first 5 questions really focus on accountability for the other person, them taking accountability from their for their work and what they're going to do about it to change and to self-reflect on what's holding them back. The last question is you being supportive and saying, "I'm here for you on your journey. I want to follow up with you to make sure that I know what you need from me and how I can help you." And you can even say, you know, I would you like me to check in with you on your progress? We can talk about it at our next one-on-one and make it very clear that you're going to have a deadline on this thing. And that often helps people move forward. You could say, here's what I heard from you, You're going. what you're going to do. Do you need support for X? Do you need support for Y? What would it look like for me to help you with Z? And really not saying I'm going to do these things for you, but trying to volunteer, like, in what ways would it be best for me to support you on this journey? Because... People do need support and they do need help staying accountable at times, but what people need to learn is how to ask for what they need rather than for you to tell them what they need. You won't know. They have to tell you. So six reflection or one-on-one questions you can ask are what's been going well, what's not been going so well, what can you do about it, what's one thing to change or work on this week, what is it? That you're afraid of, what do you need from me? Slash, how can I help? So, I hope these questions were helpful. Tell me what you think about it. I will post an infographic on my new Instagram account at KFA Consulting with these questions, and I want to know, like, what questions are you thinking of implementing or adding to your one-on-ones or your own self-reflection? Are you afraid to ask any of these questions and why? Um, Are there any questions that you would add that you think are really important for reflection or one-on-ones? So thank you so much for listening. And again, check out all the resources I talked about in the show notes and be sure to follow me at KFA Consulting on Instagram. Talk to you soon. Until next time, be a light. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm doing. If you could please leave me a rating and review on iTunes or write in your Apple Podcast app, I would so appreciate it. Each week, I'm going to be doing a drawing and sending an email to a winner just to say thank you with some treats, tips, and a little bit of extras because I really wanna get this podcast out to more people and I wanna hear how it's helping you getting feedback about what you love to hear about and what you love about the podcast so I can keep doing that. Also, if you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, check out my website at glowgetterslife.com. You'll find links to my about me page so you can learn about me and my journey in leadership. You'll find links to my blog, my podcast for more episodes and to my YouTube channel. And you can also find links to the templates and leadership planners I've created as well as my free resource library. All right, thanks so much. And until next time, be a light.